like nostalgic. Movie review from Nerdy Married Man. Well, hello, everybody. Good day, and welcome back to New Nostalgic Movie Reviews. I am David. And I'm Steven. And today we are looking at Steven's pick, Cocaine Bear. Yes. <laughs> Cocaine Bear came out this year, 2023. It's rated R. It's an hour and 35 minutes. And the synopsis for this movie, it's an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. And this was directed by Elizabeth Banks. And starring, we got Carrie Russell, Alden Ehrenreich, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ray Liotta, and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. This movie... Wow, there's a lot to say about this movie. <laughs> and the first thing that is brought up in every trailer is how it's based off of a true story. And I, I always hate when movies say that. And mainly because, like, yes, it is based, but a lot of people kind of take it closer to heart. And it's it's very loosely based. The yeah. only truth about it is a bear got into some cocaine once and police found a body and some cocaine fell out of a plane and the cocaine bear died after ingesting all of it this is this is kind of like a uh, more of like a what if series kind of movie where it takes the true story of okay so what would actually do you think would happen if like bears acted like humans did on cocaine and that's the (laughs) premise of this movie (laughs) and it's it's quite a movie (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep. It is definitely one of those like B-rated. It's comedic for all the comedic intentions. Like it is not supposed to be taken seriously at all. If you try to take this movie seriously, you're gonna hate this movie. If you go in expecting just a dumb fun time, then you might have a dumb fun time. It kind of depends on what your definition of fun time is with dumb movies, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought this movie was extremely entertaining. Um, I think this movie for me is definitely at least worth a watch. I don't know if it's necessarily worth a buy or anything like that. But I mean, if you have like a good like a uh, group of friends that you do like movie nights with, this would be a fun one to do movie nights with. It's just just drink and have a good time. Just uh, don't think about it. Just don't, don't try it. <laughs> And uh, don't worry about paying too much attention to the movie because not much really happens. Uh, Even though there is like six subplots in this movie. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to care about any of the plots. You're not going to care about any of the characters. At least I didn't. I feel like the first half of this movie is like snail's pace slow. Yeah. And then the second half... It picks up a little and stuff actually starts happening, but I, I feel like the movie can't decide on what it wants to do throughout the whole thing. Wow, yeah. And like uh, I still enjoyed it, but <laughs> <laughs> uh this movie is also Ray Liotta's last completed film role he completed before he died. Uh he actually died a week after he came to re record his lines in post production. He apparently told Elizabeth Banks that he praised the look of the bear once he got a look at it, and he thought it was a fun movie to do. And, you know, at least he had a lot of fun on his last last movie. (laughs) Yeah, 
Absolutely wonderful. And I'd probably agree with him. Like the bear, I mean, obviously you could tell it's CGI and whatnot, but it looks like not amazing. Like it's not. There's certain shots where it looks pretty good. And there's certain shots where it looks pretty bad. Like there's certain things. And there's an entire few shots in one of the fight scenes where the bear is completely invisible and you're watching people getting hit around by an invisible bear. It's, it's bad. (laughs) And it's like, they forgot to add the bear. Um, like it doesn't look terrible. It doesn't look amazing though. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I think for like a dark horror comedy, like it had its funny moments, but I feel like it only had a a few of them. Like, I think there were some open moments that were meant to be funny, but they just didn't land for me. I don't know if that was different for you, but like the tone just, it jumped around a little too much. There was a lot of like pretty entertaining moments for me. Um, I, I think that there was a lot of really, really, really dumb like subplot lines. And I'm like, why are we focusing on this sheriff and his dog? And why is he like being creepy with this girl cop and that he that works for him and then all of a sudden he's just like oh i just want you to take care of my dog and it's like oh he wasn't being a creep you're trying to subvert your expectations for no reason it seems like i don't know there's just like so many little dumb things in it but like i think for me one of the standout things was this uh little boy actor uh christian canvary who played henry in the movie i don't know what it was for me but every time <laughs> this kid spoke i was laughing this kid was funny as hell and it's just he was just like so random it's like all the different like dialogue things like when they first uh two kids uh ditch school one day and they go out into this forest because this little girl wanted to paint this waterfall and so they sneak out of the house because the mom said they weren't going to do it that day they go and they find some of the cocaine and they're like oh shit i think this is cocaine and the little girl's like, how do you know it's cocaine? He's like, well, because I, 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 I do cocaine. And she's like, really? You do cocaine? And these kids are like 12 years old or something around there. <laughs> 12, 14 years old. And they're like, you, you do cocaine? Then do some right now. And he takes a spoonful of cocaine and just puts it in his mouth. And I'm like, what is happening? And then the little girl does it too. And yeah, the, everything after that is just ridiculous and comes out of their mouth like, what are you doing and fuck this and fuck that and oh my god <laughs> i don't know it's it's so dumb and i'm not explaining it well but it's it's just it was funny it was it was interesting i think i don't know a couple standout things without spoilers uh the opening scene for me was really funny and then at mm-hmm. some point there is a scene between the bear and an ambulance and it was in the trailer. Oh, so yeah. I'm not going to say anything else until we get to that section, but that ambulance those scene, two scenes are great. The ambulance scene is the best scene in the movie by far. Yeah. It's not definitely. even close. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just be prepared for some pacing issues. And I mean, the, not all the humor is like, like bad or anything. It's just a lot of it didn't land for me, but and there was still some humorous parts and some really fun, like creative action stuff they did. And oh, I really enjoyed that stuff. But. Yeah, some of the kills were pretty inventive. Some of them were really unexpected. So there was that kind of like shock and awe kind of factor throughout it. And mm-hmm. of like the mainstream actors, I think O'Shea Jackson, I, I just love every performance he does, even if it's stupid like this one. And man, when he gets his like 
<laughs> one random finger shot off and something at that point that that whole standoff with the cop scene is just hilarious which we'll talk about that more in spoilers too but yeah it was i i do like him and i mean a lot of them do pretty well i think between him and ray Liotta, those are the most standout roles and then there was also a an actor I didn't mention, uh, Margot Martindale. She's a yeah. comedian that she does pretty well. She's a the ranger sheriff yep. of the area. But other than that, yeah, I mean the the movie is entertaining at times, and it has like some heart moments. But I think the way I look at it is the poster for the movie is cooler than the movie itself. <laughs> it's a pretty awesome poster, actually. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I guess. You ready to get into spoilers? <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess uh, beforehand, like as far as recommendations for me, I know you said you'd recommend watching it. Yeah. I don't know if I can recommend watching it. Uh, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I think it, it was fun. But um, I think my recommendation is watch at your own risk. You might enjoy it. You might not. And, you know, determine whether or not you want to use that time for that. It's kind of one of those things where, like, it's hard to recommend really bad movies sometimes because you know that there are certain people out there that will enjoy it and have the same sense of humor and stuff that you do. And that's why I say, like, if you have a good, like, group of friends that want to sit down and just make fun of a movie and just know that going into it and you're just drinking and having a good time and you're just laughing how stupid it is, you're going to have some sort of enjoyment with this movie. But if you're going into this movie at all thinking about this movie and trying to make sure all the plot points are hitting and the pacing's right and everything else, then you're, you're just going to hate everything. Like there's nothing about this movie that really like stands out besides maybe that ambulance scene that is worth watching, which if you're curious enough to maybe like get a idea, if you like this movie, watch the ambulance scene. That's the best scene. I don't know. I found myself enjoying some of those scenes and I got a few chuckles, but a lot of the time I was, I don't want to say bored, but there were just a lot of down moments where I was just like, I just didn't care. You know, David and I watched this with both of our wives and I felt like I was the only one in the room who enjoyed it. And I, it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, I was laughing, but nobody else was. And I was like, oh, I'm OK. This is only my kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh. but yeah, I guess. So, yeah, you want to move on to spoilers? Yeah, sure. Why not? Next week. We are checking out Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Fuck yeah. So definitely watch that and we'll see you next week that now on the spoilers. Yeah. So movie starts out, I think just with the guy throwing the cocaine off the plane, correct? Yeah. And he, he's throwing it off the plane and like screaming all excited. And then he goes to jump off the plane and smacks his head (laughs) on the roof and falls out and landing in the front yard of someone's house. I I don't know why, but always like watching someone like hit their head unexpectedly, whether it's real life, TikTok videos or American funniest videos or in movies or even like the mess up in star Wars and stuff like that. Someone hitting their head on something is always hilarious. I don't know why. (laughs) So from that, you know, the, the cocaine fell over this forest and then we jump to this, this couple um, that are engaged, I think. And they're on a hike in the mountains and just having a grand old time. And they come across the bear. 
Which I love this scene because they're talking about how lucky they've been on their hikes and stuff in different places and all the different things and they're able to see like oh my god we're actually seeing a bear and this bear is like just going crazy doing the bear necessities thing on a tree and they're like oh we're so lucky <laughs> and right as they say that <laughs> stuff the bear looks looks over at them and it's like uh stuff's about to go down <laughs> yeah and then so as they're watching this bear it notices them and like runs after them yeah and they're about to get away and then it grabs the the girlfriend by the legs and like rips her leg off and then just like throws it near him <laughs> yeah it's like it's like what it's like in, in oh out of nowhere like unnecessary amount of gore it was so funny see that's that's one of the things i absolutely loved about it it's just a really unnecessary amount of gore yeah like what it's one of those like shocking humor moments where you just can't help but laugh so then it cuts away from that and cuts to the mother and daughter that you mentioned earlier talking that are main characters yes yeah and that's when i was telling you like the little girl is talking about wanting to paint the waterfall the mom can't do it today she has to work extra she had tried telling your daughter that or something, but the daughter was like full gung ho on that. Um, she's like talking about dating another guy or something like you could tell it's like a single mother situation and she works a lot of weird hours. So then um, it, I think it's at this time too, that we kind of get a cutaway to Ray Liotta's crew of criminals and we get O'Shea Jackson talking to Ray Liotta, at like a, a mall food court kind of thing. And, they're talking about um, how all of the drugs that we saw previously in that plane scene were uh, Ray Liotta's character, Sid's. Uh, he had bought them from a bunch of Colombians, and the Colombians are going to come after him and kill him and all of his family if they don't get all the drugs back. So they have to go to the forest and collect as much of the cocaine as they can to try to save face with these drug dealers. And uh, Ray Liotta's son doesn't want to be a drug dealer anymore and especially since his wife has died and keeps just living leaving his kid with Ray Liotta <laughs> which Ray Liotta doesn't care about this kid at all <laughs> it, yeah, yeah it's one of those weird subplots I'm like well I don't I don't even know yeah it's I don't know it, like I said earlier it kind of goes all over the place um as far as Ray Liotta like I said earlier he does really good and What's sad about that? He's just not in the movie as much. Yes. So the times when you get good entertaining, entertaining acting, it's like it's there for so little. Like a lot of the characters are very surface level characters with few like exceptions. I'd say there's like three people in the movie that stand out, maybe even two. Yeah. But after uh, O'Shea Jackson and Ray Liotta meet up, he goes to the bar to get Ray Liotta's son. And like you said, he's crying over losing his wife, and it's really sad. But he also mentions he has this tattoo on <laughs> his chest, and it's a heart, and it's supposed to have her name in it. But instead, it says John instead of, like, Joan. was it Jean? Joan? Yeah. Something like that. It it says John instead. And I found it one really funny, but at the same time, I'm like, I can understand a name being misspelled if you're getting the tattoo done on your back. But it's right on his chest, so he can watch it the whole time. So he didn't, like, 
tell the tattoo artist like, Hey, you're spelling it wrong. Or I mean, a, a tattoo artist, I think wouldn't mess up like that. Well, and I mean, cause I mean, tattoo artists do make mistakes and I've, I've seen some mistakes. Yeah. I've had some mistakes even happen on my tattoos and stuff before, but a lot of times like there's a whole process to it and it takes hours to get a tattoo. So, or at least a lot of times an hour. So like a tattoo like that, like they put the stencil on, you read the stencil, they read the stencil. You're like, yep, that looks great. Put that on me. So there was some sort of thing there where you both didn't see the mistake. So you can't really blame the tattoo artist at that point. Exactly. <laughs> like I understand mistakes happen. Like it's totally, you know, everyone's human, but it, it, it kind of pulled me out of it. Like I, I laughed at that moment, but at the same time, I'm like, how yeah. did it get so messed up? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, pretty bad, but you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it was another, like one of those comedic moments. And you know, then, then all of a sudden, like, cause they're kind of like whispering to each other and there's other people in the bar. And then like the news story comes on talking about cocaine being uh, found in this forest or something like that. And one of the guy who's crying was like, is that us? Like really loud. And so other people in the bar hear him. And it's like, how stupid of a criminal are you to, you would just be like, see yourself on TV and be like, oh my God, is that us? Say, hey, oh shit, everybody heard that. <laughs> I have I have seen many of interview of uh, detectives and stuff saying like, criminals really are that stupid. Because oh, I know. they just stuff happens. <laughs> It's just so bad, but yeah. But, yeah, from that moment, we go and meet the cops. police, uh, yeah. I guess the cops, the sheriffs. What's his name? Bob, I think, is the yes. character. He's the main sheriff with the dog, and he's talking on the phone, and he ends up meeting with his partner and dumping the dog on her so he can go investigate this cocaine case. Mm-hmm. Which the dog is super, super adorable. I will give it that. Yeah, super cute. Yeah, little, apparently, like, <laughs> apparently Bob uh, really been following Ray Liotta's character Sid and his career and been trying to nail him for a while. And so he's even going out of his jurisdiction to go to this forest to go find him and find some of this cocaine and see if he can crack the case. And so he's even breaking laws and stuff himself at this point. And I'm like... Is there any like good redeemable characters in this story? Or are they all like kind of a misfits? Well, I mean, he even like goes, is it out of state to yeah. go the follow this lead? Because yeah. I mean, even he has no jurisdiction, but he still goes anyway. But the scene where we meet these cops is just an example of like every time we meet new characters, one, the movie jumps around a lot to the different plot lines. Yeah. So it's kind of jumbled. But every time you get introduced to one of these new characters, the movie just all of a sudden comes to a halt and slows down because they want to give you like every detail of this character's backstory. And if not, it still drags on. I just I feel like the the most fun parts of the movie are when stuff is actually happening with the title character. Yeah. You know, anything that has to do with the bear or in the Rangers forest area it's like that's when the movie has decent parts going on so then this is when we see the kids going into the park and we get that scene where the kids do the a little bit of the cocaine and they get chased by the bear and then uh the mom finds out that the kids didn't go to school find a backpack that was just like in her yard that had 
a map of where they were going and all these other like food and rations and stuff. And they're like, wow, that was really convenient that they just happened to drop a backpack right outside the door. <laughs> and so the mom then goes to the ranger station and then talk interrupts the ranger trying to get her swerve on with this nature guide dude. And then we also get these characters, these this gang of the double chin gang or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't know, they're like these three, they're supposed to be like teenage kids, but they, you know, it's that whole like CW thing where you get the teenagers that are supposed to be teenagers, but they're really like, they look like they're 20 something. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like weird kids, like they could be like meth heads or they just like, tr- the kind of troublemakers that aren't really like that much of a troublemaker, like they steal like 50 cent lollipops from the Hearst store, ranger station all the time and stuff like that, like they don't actually do anything like big. It's. Uh, it's funny i'm looking at the cast list and these three teenage characters names are hilarious there's one named ponytail one named vest and then kid (laughs) yep (laughs) with parentheses stash next to it so it's like they're they're so insignificant but yeah i just those characters were so annoying for me oh those those three were really really annoying and there's like the kid, uh, I think it's Stash, is the one that later on works with O'Shea Jackson and all that. Yeah, he's the one you see the most. And he has some funny moments with Eddie, but besides that, it's all just, like, these characters are not needed at all in this. And so, yeah, yeah the mom's going to look for the kids and everything, and that's, this is the moment where if you wanted to enjoy as much as you could of the movie... Fast forward to this moment, right when the mom and the rangers go looking for the kids. This is the part of the movie where the movie actually starts becoming cocaine bear. Yeah, you can fast forward to this part and then you could probably stop, you know, with a half hour left of the movie, you could stop there because the whole the whole ending sequence is <laughs> stupid. But um, yeah, so the, they all leave to go find the kids and then the teenagers try to jump O'Shea Jackson's character in the bathroom <laughs> and it's really funny because all three they end up like stabbing him in the back but he ends up fighting off all three and kicking the shit out of him and- which there's a there's a mis- movie mistake in that moment because it shows in the, the frame right before it shows the knife in his back it shows him standing all over all three of them in that one bathroom stall that he pushed him into and like knocked them all out and there's no knife in his back there but then he turns around and all of a sudden there's a knife in his back but all three of them are still knocked out and i'm like that's that's so terrible like the continuity error right there is awful <laughs> but but they end up waking up one of them to help them find where they stashed the cocaine which he says a gazebo so they end up forcing that main kid to help them go to that gazebo yeah cuz they had a block of cocaine on them when he jumped them and so then we get back to the kids and the ranger and they find one they find the boy uh henry they find that kid and the girl is still missing but they find him hiding up in a tree and he's freaking out and uh the bear comes out and the nature ranger guy jumps up in the tree to get away from it and it's just the cocaine ends up doing more or the cocaine the bear ends up doing more cocaine well this is and just goes nuts this is one of the stupid things too because like the nature expert is talking about how he's like 
they're like up there and uh he's like why are you even in a tree anyways bears can climb trees he's like then why did you climb up here and he's like oh yeah and then the bear climbs up the tree and dismembers the hell out <laughs> well it's funny because the bear starts climbing up the tree for the kid uh-huh. and then the guy is in the other tree next door and he starts patting off his vest or whatever and all the cocaine floats into the air and the bear kind of sniffs it out and so it jumps down that tree and then runs up the other tree in like a split second the fastest yeah tree climbing bear i've ever seen oh yeah but like rips his legs off and just shreds them (laughs) which i I gotta say like like we said the blood and gore in this and just like the craziness of the kills is definitely just entertaining as hell oh definitely (laughs) so they the bear ends up I think running off after that, and the yeah, because the, the mom... mom saves Henry, and they run off, and they start finding the trail of clues that the daughter had left, that leads them all the way back to the bear cub den. That's right, yeah. And then they run into the guy who survived at the beginning of the movie, and he shows them the rest of the way to get to the den where the bear was at. Yeah, if you didn't know that that guy survived, his only his girlfriend died. Yep. <laughs> and then doesn't he? Does he die? I don't know. He remember. does die. Um, he dies from the bear outside of the den, and then Ray Liotta, and then find his dead body. That's right. Okay, so while all that's going on, the other crew, the the drug crew, get to the gazebo, and the cop has already shown up and he found the cocaine on the roof of it oh god that him okay so he's trying to get onto this gazebo for a little while in this movie he's standing up on the table trying to get to the top and then all of a sudden it like cuts away it cuts to the drug dealers walking up to the gazebo and then it cuts to the cop being on the gazebo and they're all just like how the hell did you get up there and he's like from that tree and there's no no way physically possible that this cop climbed that tree and jumped across to that gazebo because of how much he was struggling to even get on top of this picnic table. Like well, the no... tree is so far away from yeah. the gazebo too. Like <laughs> he points at it and the camera pans and I'm just, just... it's bonkers. But then he can't get down. Yeah. <laughs> but so this is the scene Stephen mentioned earlier about the fingers. And so the cop is holding them up and uh O'Shea, I don't know if he drops something or what, but he goes to pick something up. Maybe it's his gun he dropped or the dropped his gun, yeah. But he goes to and the cop shoots and he's like, You shot my fingers off and he shot off his pointer finger and his ring finger or something like that. Or it was middle I think finger it was just and his, his pinky. ring finger or something like that. It was two it, it was two or, yeah. fingers. And the only reason I remember is I think it's the pointer and the ring I finger right. because the fingers were not right next to each other. It like skipped a yeah. finger. So they made a joke in the movie going like, how did how it did shoot happen? those two fingers off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it skipped a finger. <laughs> so that was the part I laughed at. But, and then the, the bear shows up and they lure it away with cocaine and the bear lays down and crashes out on top of Eddie. Yeah. On top of the Eddie character. <laughs> they keep talking about the bear and they make this joke that it got a chuckle out of me, but the, the bear lays on him and they're like, what is it? What is he doing? And he's like, the bear, it, it's a girl. How do you know? Well, it's, it's vaginas against my face. <laughs> you know, which I mean, the way he, the bear laid on him was like on top of him, like both of their heads in the same position. So like, there's no way 
with where that bear laid that the vagina would be by his face. Like it, No, there's no way. It was definitely of like by his head was by his neck or something. Yeah. Or like, the bear's neck. But it, I don't know. They they had to make that joke, you know. It's it got one of those chuckle shrugs out of me. Like I didn't die laughing, I just kinda went, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Which they gender swapped the bear and I, I I don't know if it was just for this joke, but the real cocaine bear was a male bear. The oh, real okay. story was a male bear, yeah. See and I just I I didn't really understand in the movie like why it really mattered. So I'm like, oh, but probably I just guess later. Of the cubs, yeah, because the mom bear protecting the cubs. Yeah, exactly. So, no, yeah. Then we get to the den, and or I guess Ray Liotta shows up. Yeah, shoots the cop on the roof. They get the cocaine. Oh, or, and then we find out that Officer Reba also was working with Sid, at Ray Liotta's yeah, character. Right. So the the cop that works underneath Bob. Was, was supposed to also watch the working dog. with the drug dealers and still is watching the dog, but then double crosses the cop with Ray Liotta because she's helping them out. It's this whole twisted. It's like, so you're like, stupid. Why are you putting this random another plot twist into this? Why? Why does this character have to even do? Like we we met her once and then all of a sudden she's integral to the plot. Like I never thought this character was going to come back. I don't know. It's worthless, but so yeah, they end up leaving and tracking down the mother and they find the daughter in the cave and the kid, the boy. So the three of them are hanging out in the cave and the drug people show up with Ray Liotta at the den and like corner them. Yeah. By a waterfall. I think by a waterfall out the backside and Ray Liotta like kicks one of the bears or something. Yeah. He's he's messing with the cubs and he's holding a, them at gunpoint and then he's like telling the other two O'Shea Jackson and Eddie or Alden um he's telling them to like shoot the cubs and they're like I don't want to shoot the cub like that's that's messed up dude like it's just a cub like why are we wanting to kill the cub we're just here for the drugs we're not here to kill people and kill these animals mm-hmm. and then this is where O'Shea Jackson really is like you know what I really don't know if I want to be this drug dealer anymore like Sid is a really terrible guy like I kind of get where you're coming from now Eddie like well I don't want to do this and the mom gets the upper hand and Ray Liotta starts being a dick to the cubs and then all of a sudden cocaine bearer shows back up and is like hey you're being a dick to my cubs and the mom and the children are all like let's jump off this waterfall we'll be able to survive no problem and it looks like it wasn't that much of <laughs> it, a drop, it really didn't like, look like there was much of a drop and it would have probably been fine everyone gets away a couple of them minor bullet wounds but uh except Ray Liotta's you know, Sid, the bear comes up and rips open his stomach and pulls his intestines well, out. Before that, though, <laughs> there's a moment where Ray Liotta actually, like, shoots the bear a couple of times. And the bear falls down That's right. halfway or part of the waterfall. And then um, Ray Liotta is trying to grab this bag of cocaine that was, like, on this branch hanging off. And he's, like, pulling the bag and some of the cocaine falls and drifts down into the bear's nostril. And you see the bear breathe it in and... <laughs> And then just wakes up out of nowhere. And like Popeye with spinach, you know, gain that strength. Exactly. And then he walk, he climbs up the waterfall and then spits out the bullet. And I'm like, what the actual fuck is happening? This bear can now all of a sudden just now spit out the bullets that was shot into its stomach. And then, yeah, slices open yeah. Ray Liotta, like you were saying. I honestly forgot about that part because <laughs> like the ending, I don't remember much of it. Because I was like, this is just... 
you were you were so you were tapped out at that point. Done. Yeah, yeah, you were you I'm were tapped out. out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so like Ray Liotta dies, and the bears feed on him, and the people get away, and you know, at the end, the girl cop leaves and ends up giving the dog to eddie yes and he keeps the dog i think and yep. i think that's where the movie ends there was remember. yeah uh so like the kids all get out the cocaine bear has cubs and they kind of allude to the cubs being in the second one all hyped up on cocaine if there's going to be a second one and then there's an end credit scene that we didn't stay to watch that i found out later oh really yeah apparently they get to their house or whatever and eddie's like they're uh, looking around for his finger. That was yeah, because they had his finger still. From that was shot. Oh, yeah, off. they kept his fingers back in the pocket. Or whatever. Yeah, in his pocket, and they realized the dog was eating something, and the dog had ate, ate his finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess we totally skipped over. So we're gonna backtrack a little bit. Oh, okay. The best scene in the movie, the ambulance scene. We oh, skipped we, over that. We totally did. That, um, we totally skipped over that entire Ranger station and ambulance. So, like, after everyone leaves the Ranger station, the, the Ranger, it was after the bear attack because the Ranger girl, she got slashed in her, like, butt or something. Yeah. And she went back to the station to call the cops. And she runs into the other kids that got beaten up Mm -hmm. and one of them gets shot in the face by the ranger and his head like explodes. And it was really cool. Like the gore was awesome, but the ambulance finally shows up to take care of the wounded people. And the bear had broken in the back room and was chewing on one of the other bodies. But the, the funniest part is like, they get the ranger girl in the ambulance to get her to safety and they drive off and the bear busts through the front of this lodge and is running at such a fast speed. Oh like, yeah. It's like insane. 40 miles an hour or something like that. It's so funny. And they're like, they're driving with the back of the ambulance doors open. And even, even the ranger chick is like, close the doors, you idiot. And you know, yep. but it's, it has some of the best action in that scene and the bear Tears like the the ranger falls off and lands face first and scrapes uh, on the ground. It's so bad. And, and the bear attacks the two ambulance people and like tears them up and it's just so <laughs> out of left field. It's so great. It's like the like if you're gonna watch the movie, it's for that scene only. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that entire like ranger station and ambulance scene. There's probably like I think there's like six or seven deaths within like ten minutes. In that scene, yeah. like it's pretty high octane for that. Like that's why I said, like if you're interested in anything at all, just watch that. And if that really, really amuses you, watch the rest of it. But if it doesn't, then you're probably good with that. <laughs> yeah, like Stephen mentioned, you know, maybe hang out with friends and watch it, or make it into a drinking game. Either drink every time something ridiculous happens, or drink every time you kind of just drink every time that you hear are the word waiting cocaine. for something to happen. Yeah, there you go. Every time you hear cocaine. Oh, drink every location change. Drink every time you hear cocaine. And then... uh, Drink every time a new character. Drink every time you see a bag of cocaine. There you go. I I say every time a a new character is introduced. Yeah, every time a new character is introduced. That's a a good four rules. You know, that might be actually an excellent subject 
kind of like subject for our podcast is like drinking game rules. It's like if you were going to play a drinking game, what rules would we apply to that? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if any movie's worth a bit, it's probably this because it's not worth watching sober. I think it wasn't last time, but on the episode of the Autopsy of Gene Doe, I talked about possibly doing some sort of like double feature kind of thing. And so I think it'd be fun to do that again. And so I think I want to call this segment, um, this pairs well with. And so I think this movie pairs well with other movies kind of in the same style. I think if you're wanting this same kind of B-level kind of movie, I think any of the Piranha movies are a good kind of addition to like pair with this movie. Like if you're going to have a movie night, watch this and like one of the Piranha movies. Or if you want to watch something that's just as chaotic, but a lot more fun and still has a lot of the same um, blood and gore and stuff, I would pair this actually with Renfield. Really? Okay. See, I was thinking more of a, like, animal disaster movies, you know, the animal hunting down people. So I was thinking, like, Anacondas. The Meg or something. Oh, The Meg. Yeah, I thought about The Meg, but I haven't seen The Meg, so I didn't know if I'd pair it well with it, because I didn't know how, like, different the feel of it is. But I know, like, with the Piranha movies, it's got that same, especially the newer Piranha movies, like, not the James Cameron 1980 Piranha, but if you did, like, Piranha 3D and Piranha 3DD. Like, yeah, I think those would pair really well with this one. Yeah, you know, those stupid movies where an animal is attacking people and there's unnecessary amounts yeah. of gore and ridiculousness. So, yeah, I think, yeah, Piranha 3D. I haven't seen the other, the second one. I saw 3D, but... Uh, 3DD is the second one, just even weirder and even crazier and even way more crude. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, do you have any... Uh, Final thoughts on Cocaine Bear? Uh, final thoughts for this. Um, it's on Peacock. So, I mean, if you have Peacock, like you said, it might be worth just checking out. But besides that, like we said, it's not a great movie by any means. It's not going to win any rewards. It's very much like... And if you like other Elizabeth Banks movies, I think you'll like this. Because recently, I, I used to not really like a lot of Elizabeth Banks comedy, but I've really starting to get into it a little bit more. Like I really liked her new uh, version of Charlie's Angels that she did with Kirsten Stewart and a few other um, people. And there was another movie I watched of hers recently that was actually pretty decent. And I was like, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually starting to really like it. It took a little bit of time. Now I'm really starting to like her kind of style of comedy. So if you do like her other movies, I th- I do think again, this is that same realm. You can hit or miss. I definitely, prefer her acting over her directing but in few instances i don't know like i think she's definitely talented yes Um, but i've only watched like a couple of her directed movies so uh but yeah so i guess you'd say probably watch this and i say watch at your own risk yeah (laughs) i don't think it's worth it (laughs) fair enough uh, but yeah, I guess that's that one. And we'll see you guys next week for uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. See you guys next time. Bye.